Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org, riding solo today as Kamel King is out on assignment. But as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state letting you know about places and events that make Mississippi great. On today's show, we're going to start things off with the Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater, now on tour across Mississippi. Then we're off to Greenville for the Mississippi River Marathon. Next, we'll stop by the Gulf Coast for all things Mardi Gras, and we'll end our trip with musical guest Corey Christie of Blackwater Brass. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org, and my co-host Kamel King is away. He's on assignment in the Windy City, Chicago, uh, but we'll miss him today. But as always, the fun carries on. We're here on Next Stop Mississippi to tell you about all of the great things happening across the state, all things fun and funky. And as you know, Mississippi is just full of hidden gems waiting to be explored. And this time of year especially, there is a lot happening around the state. So I hope you'll give us a call and tell us about some of your favorite unique gems around Mississippi, some of those hidden places that maybe only you and your crew know about. Uh, but yeah, so on today's show, we'll be talking a little bit about some hidden gems, the perfect date night, ways to stay fit and active in Mississippi, and also Mardi Gras. It is Mardi Gras, my friends. And if you're on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, there's no way that you don't know that, uh, but we're going to be here exploring all things Gulf Coast Mardi Gras later in the show. Uh, but if you have events happening in your community that you want to share with us this morning, I'd love to hear from you. Call in. Keep me company in the studio since Camille's away. That number, as always, is one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven. 672-7464. Well, the Governor's Arts Awards was last night. Five Mississippians honored with wonderful recognition for their dedication to the arts. A lot of you, I'm sure, listened um, on MPB radio or you watched it on MPB television. So if you did, give me a call. I want to hear about your thoughts about the Governor's Arts Awards. I always uh, enjoy that program, and I'd love to hear from you and what you thought about the 2018 awards. In the studio with me today, I have Eric Riggs and Kenny Bounds. They are two of the members of the comedy troupe here with Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater. Guys, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Mary Margaret. Thank you for having us. Well, I'm so pleased to have you. Now, you're a, a locally based improv uh, sketch and dinner theater comedy group, uh, but you're like truly on like a Mississippi tour right now. You're all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, yeah, this is our good time of year. It is. There's, uh, you know, Valentine's, and uh, we're especially enjoying Valentine's being on a Wednesday because then we get to double dip both weekends. There you go. So that's that's brilliant. why it's so busy. Yeah. Well, so tell me a little bit about the Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater and why comedy? I, I feel like when I think about dinner theater, sometimes I think about mystery or romance or even like medieval, you know, uh, 
the medieval dinner theaters with the horses and yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, but, that's a great idea. We might ought to start thinking about incorporating <laughs> Yeah, that. right? I just, yeah. yeah. I want some royalties when that goes big. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Well, I think the big reason that we actually do comedy is because we stink as mystery writers. <laughs> Fair enough. And we write the script, so... Great. That's wonderful. So it's all original programs. Yes. Really exciting. So how many folks are in your in your troop, so to speak? Uh, the, well, you know, Kenny and I write them, and we're in most of the shows. Uh, I'd say we probably have a good 10, 12 actors that are very talented that work with us. And uh, at any given show, there's four. Hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, tell me a little bit about how you sit down and write a comedy script for a live, in-person, literally, like, <laughs> among the guests. It's not like you're just on one little stage. You're, uh, as I imagine, really, you know, out there with the people. Well, we've got the advantage that we actually cast the shows before we write them. Wow. So we know what our actors excel at. So we're able to write them characters that are very believable because they are written specifically for them. So well, you- we're looking at these different venues because everywhere we go, it's a different room. Uh, you know, we might be at Char or the White House down on the coast or the grill in Starkville. Every room is different. Sometimes we're in someone's living room. Yes. Yeah. And our, our green room is a, a child's room with Star Wars everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The bunk beds in the corner. Yeah. Literally. Yes. And uh, uh, so we're thinking, okay, why are all these people here? We kind of start with that. You know, so it could be a, a wedding reception or an employee appreciation party. And we start there and then try to come up with a premise and involve the audience somewhat. They, you know, have a few people have something to read kind of thing. And so. there's a fine line with that because you don't want to give the audience too much, but you want them to feel involved. So, yeah. Very cool. Now, you, you mentioned that you do interviews of your actors beforehand and build those scripts around them. Tell me, uh, do you do like uh, field advance work to go see the venues as well? No, uh, it's a surprise to us. It usually is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to keep, uh, keep the improv alive. Yes. That's great. Now, uh, you, like I said, are really kind of on a whirlwind tour of Mississippi right now and uh, creating that perfect date night. Uh, we're always looking for something to do outside of the norm, right? Mm-hmm. So why do you think uh, this sort of program, this sort of uh, entertainment is good for a date night? Well, you can't get pregnant. And, <laughs> Eric. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. Um, you uh, kind of like, okay, and I love going to movies. I love going to movies. But sure, fair. You, you don't get to talk during a movie. Mm. This, you know, we come out, let's, let's say the show starts at 7. We come out, do 20 minutes, leave. And there's a 15-minute break while drinks are coming out and salads are coming out. And everyone gets to talk amongst themselves. And uh, then we do another 20 minutes and leave and entree. So it's a back and forth. Watch the show a little bit. Talk a little bit. And, and also, here's another thing. If it's just two of you coming, odds are you're going to be sitting with two, four, six other people. Sure. Which turns a lot of people off when they first hear that. But by the end of the night... They're exchanging business cards. Everybody's big buddies. It's It just takes a lot of the pressure off, especially on a first date. Absolutely. That one-on-one, you're kind of alleviated by your fellow diners. So I imagine that, as you've described just now, in addition to this great show, you're also getting a great meal. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we partner with some great restaurants, uh, you know, Char and Anjou and Sombra. And like I mentioned, The Grill, and we go to Roos Chris. And, uh, oh, the food is excellent. Excellent. That's very cool. Now, uh, the, the show that you're touring right now is called Can You Hear Me Now? Tell us a little, a little bit about this show. 
Well, pretty much all we can say not to give it away is the whole show revolves around a mistaken text. <laughs> so it's this is four modern times going out detective to eat, dinner theater and there's a text and it's very much like a sitcom like you would have turned on an episode of friends or frasier or seinfeld it's very lighthearted, and that's what you want if you're eating you don't want anything really serious so yeah absolutely i love that and you're bringing in like the everyday right oh yes we hit on facebook and uh all kinds of stuff in the show so it's 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 very now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> now, uh, Kenny, how did you first get involved in comedy and in comedy writing? I, um, well, I've always been a writer, and I'm a huge Neil Simon fan. And so I started reading Neil Simon plays when I was around 12, and I wanted to do that. I loved his style. I loved how he could take a no- normal situation and just make it funny. And so I started writing when I was 12. Wow. And uh, so now I... I get to write and people get to see it. So, <laughs> well, and how long has uh, the Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater been about been around? Eight years. Wow, is that right, Eric? Yeah, our first show was at uh, Catherine's, uh, March of two thousand ten. So, and we probably started about four months before that. Yeah, getting it lined up. So, been a while now. Oh, that's really cool. I mean, did you ever imagine that you would be doing comedy and performing full time? That You know, that's the trick. It's kind of like I used to do stand up and I was like, I don't know that I want to go on the road and that life and all this. Uh, so it's kind of a deal. You know, you just go around open mics and do it for free all the time. But now it's like, oh, well, I think we can maybe carve something out here to where we can make people laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I I don't hear about um, performances like this a lot. I think it's so unique and just really, again, like something fun and different to do on a date night, maybe a girls' night, maybe, you know, a hangout with your mom night. Mm -hmm. We do get a lot of girls' nights. We do get a lot of girls' nights. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times men are probably afraid to come to this because I'll be honest with you, if I heard... Let's go to a dinner show. I, I don't think I would be up for that. It just, Why is that? It just sounds, for guys, it sounds terribly boring. <laughs> That's just from a male aspect of it. I mean, they're going to deal with it during Valentine's and stuff, but we do get a lot of uh, women. But uh, when Kenny and I write these, it's like, okay, what would make us laugh? And especially for men, you know, what would what would make them laugh? So they're typically shocked when they get there. They, they have a good time. And then a lot of times we'll have a guy call us back and say, okay, we, I went to the show because my wife drugged me there. Now I love it. Now I'm making I'm the hooked. reservations. I'm hooked and I want to come. So That's always very gratifying when that happens. Yes. Yeah. Well, your show tomorrow night in Flowood is sold out. Yes. Really exciting. You've got several shows, though, um, coming up over the next week as, as Valentine's approaches. So tell our listeners a little bit about where you guys are going to be and um, um, how they can learn more about tickets, about your act, that so on and so forth. Uh, actually, tonight, we are not doing the new show tonight in Vicksburg. We're doing one called Delivered, and it's a Delivered. redneck wedding reception. Yeah, we've been doing this one for years. <laughs> yeah, the and... bride's nine months pregnant. It's great. <coughs> Love it. Yeah, it's a funny show. So that's where uh, Bear House in tonight in Vicksburg. There's a few seats for that one. Okay, probably um, like four. <laughs> probably. Uh, tomorrow night, like you mentioned, Sombra and Flowood is sold out. But uh, we, we're doing two shows tomorrow night. We're actually going to be in Fairhope, Alabama at the Grand Hotel. There's still some seats for that one. Wonderful. And then uh, where are we? Uh, Memphis is not. Oh, uh, Monday, we have a few seats for Char in Jackson. Uh, Johnny T's in Jackson. We still have some seats on the 13th for that one. 
and the 15th, uh, Doe's in Florence. Uh, we have seats for that. Uh, Hotel View in Natchez is the 16th. Uh, then we're back uh, uh, what, the 23rd. We're at Anjou in Ridgeland. And then the 24th, back down on the coast at the White House Hotel. Oh, those are all great venues, all really cool places uh, to check out. Um, I've had food at a lot of those places, also really good mm-hmm. places to eat. So, I mean, what more can you ask for? A dinner and a show. Yeah, That's yeah. great. Well, guys, tell our listeners where they can go to learn more about you and find out about tickets. Uh, the, the easiest way is the website, thedetectives.biz. Uh, the, or you can call us, uh, 601-937-1752 for a good time. Call Kenny. Oh, I was about to say, he's looking Kenny. across the table, giving Kenny's number. It's coming. It's coming. And, uh, <laughs> uh, or the detectives.biz list. And we typically just take reservations. You pay the night of. We keep things real simple. That's real great. Simple. That's great. I need more simple in oh, my yeah. life. Oh, yeah. We don't like complicated. You need well, to come and check out a show. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Well, I have plenty of opportunities because you guys are going to be here throughout uh, the, the month of February. And I know that a lot of more shows to come in the spring. So, hey, thanks for making time to come in the studio today when you're uh, really, literally tearing up the road. So, um, again, we've got Eric Riggs and Kenny Bounds with us from the Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater. They're all around Mississippi. Check them out on detective thedetectives.biz. It's time for us to take a break. But when we return, we'll head to Greenville for the Mississippi River Marathon. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, here with you telling you about all the great things happening around Mississippi this weekend and into next week. It's Mardi Gras in Mississippi. Now, you may think about New Orleans, but there's no better place to celebrate Mardi Gras than on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We'll be talking with Anna Roy of the Mississippi Gulf Coast uh, Visitor Center later in the show about all of the parades happening starting today, going through the weekend and into uh, next week, into Fat Tuesday. So if you've got Mardi Gras plans this weekend, I want to hear about them. Give us a call. That number is one eight seven seven mpb ring I have a good friend at work named Serena Henderson. She is a Gulf Coast native, and this year is the first year her family is having um, a float in the Pasker's Jam Parade. They are really excited, so shout out to the crew of Fantastic Voyage. Be on the lookout for them. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, last night was the Governor's Arts Awards, a wonderful program hosted by the Mississippi Arts Commission. Now, I know a lot of you listen to the Mississippi Arts Hour, which comes on Sundays on 
on MPB Think Radio. And uh, again, they did a great job of recognizing Mississippi's uh, wonderful artists and the great contributions they make to this creative place where we live. And uh, appreciate that good work. So if you if you watch the Governor's Awards on MPB TV or you listened on MPB Radio or hey, maybe you were lucky enough to be there in person at the Old Capitol uh, and experience it live, give me a call. I want to hear about um, what you thought about the 2018 Governor's Awards. Now, uh, on the show today, we, we just hosted, uh, we had two guests in, Eric Riggs and Kenny Bounds from the Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater. Uh, this is a great group of actors, comedy actors, and they're crisscrossing the state uh, this week and next doing um, what they call the perfect date night, uh, dinner with live entertainment. And uh, and tonight they are going to be at Bauer House in Vicksburg. That's tonight, February 9th. There's still a few tickets available for that. So if you're interested in the Bauer House, uh, give them a call. I bet you can call right there or you can get tickets um there at the at at the venue, uh, and then they'll also be heading back to Jackson uh, next week Monday at Char Restaurant, which is in uh, Northeast Jackson, and also at Johnny T's on Historic Ferris Street. Johnny T's is such a cool spot, and when we talk about hidden gems in Mississippi. Johnny T's is really one of those great hidden gems. I drive by there literally every day. Uh, it's got a great atmosphere, an incredible menu. Um, Chef Byron Myrick heads up Johnny T's and uh, does all of their uh, wonderful dishes, uh, wonderful seafood, incredible pasta, chicken, burgers. You, kn- I mean, there's something on the menu for everyone. I'm like making myself hungry just thinking about it. Uh, but a, a great, um, a great restaurant. The upstairs, which they call the 540. Is really swanky. It's very sophisticated. It's sexy. It's cool. It's classy. And it is a great place to see music, to have drinks, and to catch up with friends. So uh, the next time you're in Jackson or, or maybe you're looking to do a little something different, I encourage you to check out Johnny T's there on Historic Ferris Street. Now, last night, I did, I did not get out to the Governor's Awards. I got distracted. I was on my way, and I stopped by um, the wonderful, uh, iconic establishment, Hallamals uh, for a beer with my good friend and the D'Lo Trio. This incredible harmonizing group of bluegrass players was uh, playing in the restaurant there, and I just couldn't break away. It's been been a minute since I've gotten a, a nice dose of bluegrass music. Now, I know a lot of you get your weekly dose of bluegrass uh, in the bluegrass cabin with Bill Ellison, but hey, I, I needed a little a little bluegrass in my life, and it was a great a great um, experience. So. Uh, again, I think the D'Lo Trio plays every Thursday night for free at Hallamal. So another great thing to check out when you're in the capital city. Now, we're going to go take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be talking with the folks from the Mississippi River Marathon. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Thank you. 
and jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. For moments in black history, we highlight the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum. For too long, others have told the story of Mississippi, but on December 9th, 2017, the museum opened its doors to share its own stories of a movement that changed the world. The Mississippi Civil Rights Museum promotes a deeper understanding of the civil rights movement by refusing to sugarcoat history and highlighting the strength and sacrifices of its people. This has been MPB's Moments in Black History. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. If you're just tuning in, before the break, we spoke with the folks of the Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater. They're going to be all around Mississippi. Uh, this weekend next taking their great show on the road. So a wonderful date night idea for those of you who are celebrating Valentine's Day this year, which happens to fall on Lent, uh, or Ash Wednesday, rather. So, hey, that kind of creates a quandary for those of us that observe Lent. But I'm sure we'll all figure it out. As you can hear, we're celebrating Mardi Gras on Next Stop Mississippi. And I love this music, Michelle. That's great. We're going to head down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast now and welcome to the show Anna Roy. She is with the Mississippi Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the show. Hi. Greetings from the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. Well, we are so pleased that you could make time to join us today on Next Stop Mississippi to tell us about all things Gulf Coast Mardi Gras. Where do we start, Anna? I just don't know. Oh, my gosh. Well, we have so much going on. In the next four days, we have 14 parades across the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So there is so much to do, um, so much partying to be done down here. <laughs> That's um, great. Now, and Anna, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry, but, you know, a lot of folks, I, I don't think they realize the, the long history of carnival on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Yeah, so I think our location is basically the prime location to be celebrating Mardi Gras because you're in between New Orleans, which is obviously famous for its Mardi Gras festivities, and Mobile, Alabama, that now also claims to be, you know, the inventor of the Mardi Gras parade. So we're right in the middle of those two, so we've got the best of both worlds. Well, that's great. And I I see that the Gulf Coast uh, Mardi Gras Carnival Association started in 1908. Now, I can't do that math, even though it should be easy since it's 2018, but that is a long history history of uh, of celebration and carnival on the coast. Absolutely. And, you know, people down here really do, uh, you know, it's part of their life. It's, it's part of the lifestyle down here, be, being part of a crew, um, being part of the parades and all the events that lead up to it during the year, too. Well, and as you mentioned, you have many parades happening throughout uh, the Gulf Coast this week. And I believe you're expecting more than 400,000 visitors over Mardi Gras. Yeah, absolutely. We have, obviously, we have the locals here. We have other people from the state of Mississippi. And then we have people that are coming from other parades, either from Louisiana or Alabama, too. So we've got a lot of people coming down here to celebrate with us. Well, I do want to get into some of the specifics of the actual parades. But Mm -hmm. when people come down for Mardi Gras on the Gulf Coast, obviously, parades are paramount. You're going to set up for a daytime parade, a nighttime parade. But what else are people getting into while they're on the coast? 
So while they're on the coast, there are plenty of other events that are going on at the same time, not just Mardi Gras related. Um, right now, we also have the Gulf Coast Winter Classics Horse Show going on. Um, we've got headliner entertainment in all of our casinos. We've also got loads of parties and celebrations in several of our downtown areas where we also have um, to-go cups now. So you can just grab a to-go cup and stroll around, listen to live music. Um, oh, that's interesting. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very convenient this time of year. That's for sure. I love it. Now, uh, tonight, uh, uh, visitors and locals alike can probably expect a lot out of the Ocean Springs Carnival Association Nighttime Parade. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so that one is going to start at 7 p.m., and it'll go from Front Beach around to Porter and then up Washington to Government. So it's quite a long one. And then straight after that one comes the first, the inaugural Mermaid and the Phoenix Parade, which is an all-female parade. And they'll be throwing out hand-decorated purses with local gift cards inside them, too, basically to promote local businesses in Ocean Springs. Wow. So it's going to be a really great one. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less than hand-painted something in Ocean Springs. Springs. I mean, it, it's an artsy community, and it definitely reflects in their Mardi Gras throws. <laughs> now, I have um, only been to, as a Mardi Gras experience, I guess I've been to one daytime parade, one nighttime parade. As, uh, you know, someone there in the tourism office, or a regular, if you will, what, what's that, besides, you know, the time of day, what would you say the biggest difference is in those parades? Oh, my gosh. So every parade has its own personality. First of all, the parades take place in different towns across the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So the Biloxi Day Parade is nothing like the Ocean Springs Day Parade and so on. Um, so, you know, you've got different floats, different kinds of decorations, different throws for people to catch. Um, it's, and then obviously a different backdrop each time as well, which is amazing. Well, and some beautiful communities uh, to explore and celebrate with those parades. Now, you did mention these hand-painted purses that are going to be uh, thrown in Ocean Springs tonight. I have friends who literally have like a checklist of throws. Now, we're talking about, you know, the beads or the fun uh, cups or moon pies, whatever items you may imagine. But they have a checklist of these items that are throws that they've got to have to complete the collection. So what are some of those sought after throws from the Mississippi Gulf Coast? Um, well, I think most of them are going to be the traditional ones that everyone wants to collect each year. So you've got the cups from each of the crews um, that get thrown out. Then you also have the coins that get thrown out, and they change every year. Um, and then, obviously, the more um, unique ones, just like these hand-decorated purses and things like that. I think that, you know, this is the inaugural one of those, but I think that's going to become a tradition, too, to, you know, amass as many, you know, each year of these hand-painted or hand-crafted items too. Well, that's great. Now, I mentioned earlier in the show uh, the St. Paul Mardi Gras Parade in Past Christian. I have a, a friend from uh, work from MississippiToday.org and her family has a float and a crew ready uh, for this parade, which also some claim might be the best parade on the coast. I mean, what do you think? Oh, my God. I mean, it's impossible to rate one against the other <laughs> sure. because, I mean, it's just impossible. Um, but it's a great one. It's a huge turnout. It's a great turnout every year. Um, it's really family-friendly, and, I mean, it sprawls across um, across Pass Christian. And, again, a beautiful backdrop. You've got the beach right there at Pass Christian. So it goes along 90, and you literally have the Mississippi Sound in the background. So, I mean, what could make for a better festivity than that. I love it. Now, tell our listeners a little bit about the Mystic Crew of the Seahorse uh, Parade in Bay St. Louis. 
Yeah, so that one is in Bay St. Louis. That's going to be on Monday, um, and it starts at 5 p.m., and uh, it's in Bay St. Louis. So it's going to be in downtown Bay St. Louis. Again, you will, uh, you know, you'll have all of your regular Mardi Gras festivities, unique throws as well as the ones that, you know, that are thrown in other parades. Um, yeah, and it's going to be a great one. Bay St. Louis is an awesome community, um, and it's, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a great time, great time for all. Now, Anna, what are some pro tips for those of us who want to come down to the Gulf Coast this weekend and into next week for the parades? Um, I would say, you know, have a look. Our website, gulfcoast.org, lists all of the parades and all of the events, and it will also show you the parade routes for each one, um, which will also help you when it comes to looking for parking. Sometimes that can be a little bit of an issue, um, but it will all be clearly marked. So you'll see on our website all of the information, and then you can also get linked to the the actual website of the parade itself. And so I definitely say do a little bit of homework beforehand so you don't get stuck in the middle of too much traffic. Um, I would also say grab yourself a rain poncho just in case. Um, Tonight we're supposed to have great weather, um, but it can rain a little bit. Tuesday for actual Mardi Gras is supposed to be absolutely fine again, but I would say grab a poncho in case. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. Get there early. Pay attention to those parade routes so you can get where you need to go. Um, Anna, tell us again that website where people can go and find a printable PDF of all of the parades and all that good information. Yeah, so our website is gulfcoast.org. And on there you can, I mean, there is access to all information, not just events, but attractions, dining, lodging, all the information. But if you go onto the events, you'll have the specific Mardi Gras events page. And there you can just click on each one, and it'll give you all the information, and it'll also link you through um, to a printable Mardi Gras schedule. Um, you, you'll, be, you'll be pretty clued up as long as you stick to that. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, Anna, thanks for making time to be on the show with us today. We appreciate all that you guys do to um, keep the Mississippi Gulf Coast such a wonderful place to visit and enjoy. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you, and we hope to have you all down here very soon. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're going to uh, we're gonna head right over to Greenville, where we've got Ann Shackelford on the line. She is with the Mississippi River Marathon. Welcome, Ann. Good morning. Thanks. Well, we're so pleased to have you on the show today to talk about this really unique marathon. Now, we've been talking a little bit about Mardi Gras, a little bit about date night, and now we're moving right into marathons. Now, this is how some people like to party, is to run for really long distances. <laughs> Absolutely, and ours is a really good party because at the end, at the finisher's tent, we have tamales from Doe's and beer from Mitchell Distributing and Donuts from Shipley's, and it's just a party. A lot of fun. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less in the Mississippi Delta, but this is not just a Mississippi Delta event. You guys really marry the Mississippi Delta and the Arkansas Delta because this race goes right over the bridge. Absolutely. Our beautiful, pretty new bridge is just wonderful. And we start in Lake Village, Arkansas, on the Lake Bank come across that bridge and end in downtown Greenville on Washington Avenue. So it's a, it's a great trip for those runners. 
Well, and Anne, that's pretty symbolic. Teach for America is uh, is the, the the race supports Teach for America, which plays such a big role uh, in uh, education, serving underserved areas, and filling the teacher shortage in the Mississippi deltas. And um, you know, as we reported on Mississippi Today this week, TFA, Arkansas, and Mississippi are joining forces again. So interesting yeah. timing as all this plays out. Isn't that fun to have that that symbolic as we as we reunite? And this is our 25th year for Teach for America in the Mississippi Delta. So this year, which is the sixth annual marathon, and by the way, the marathon was originally started by two uh, Delta uh, alums. It's what we call our core members after they finish their two-year commitment uh, with Teach for America in the classroom. So this year, um, we are celebrating the 25th year by inviting all of our alums back. Wow. Uh, celebrate with us. Yeah, we have 2,500 alumni scattered around the country, and over 225, I believe, of those are still in Mississippi doing great things, both in the classroom and and in other ways for education and for kids in our community. Well, I was really impressed um, in reading through the story on MississippiToday.org that more than 145 of your TFA alumni still teach in the Mississippi Delta. Yes. I mean, that's a real commitment to education in the classroom. And, of course, many more of our alums are doing great things in education policy and starting charter schools and doing all sorts of other things like that and being, being advocates for children and for education no matter where they are. Absolutely. And and I know I've experienced um, many of your alum have invested in downtown communities, in Main Street, and become entrepreneurs, small business owners. Yes. So it's really across the boards and always just fun people to meet, interesting folks. One of my best friends in Jackson is a Teach for America alum who was serving in central Mississippi. But yeah, just a, a great program. We thank you for all the good work you do. But um, back to the marathon, you guys are offering uh, multiple ways to get involved this year there it's not just a marathon absolutely we have the marathon we have uh the half marathon and also this year we have the uh delta double so for those who are trying to get 50 states for their half marathons they can run a full marathon and get credit for a half in both arkansas and mississippi so that's really fun (laughs) what a deal i think i would go for that if that was my thing Well, if I could run that far, I would, but um, I'll be serving tamales myself. <laughs> but uh, we also have a 5K and um, and then uh, a community run, both in Greenville and one in Lake Village. In the 5K, we just had a big group of students led by their Teach for America core member teacher who are going to come and run the 5K. And for students, it's free. So that's really fun. Well, a great way to get uh, people interested in health and wellness in a fun way, in a community-oriented way. And the race takes place tomorrow. So uh, is it too late for us to sign up and register? Not at all. We The uh, expo where people, uh, where the runners are picking up their packets starts at noon today in downtown Greenville this year. We're at the Lizer Gallery. And um, you can register online. Wait, I'm sorry, you should register here now. I think you can still register online if you need to, but you can register here as well. So come on today. It will be open until 8 o'clock. It can register you on site. Um, and one more mention uh, for some of the events for the 25th anniversary. 
we'll be having in downtown Greenville. We'll be having a um, a welcome for our alums at five thirty this afternoon, from five thirty to seven thirty at EE Bass at the Carousel. And we invite community members to come and join us and help welcome the alums back. And then tomorrow at the Hebrew Union Temple, we'll be having Ed Talk, like TED Talk. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, from some of our alums to share the great things that they're doing in Mississippi and beyond. And that, too, is open to the public, and we'd love to have people come for that. So between 11 and 3 tomorrow at the Hebrew Union Temple in Greenville on Main Street. Wonderful. Well, Anne, thanks so much. Now, before you go, give our listeners the website where they can get more information about the um, TFA 25-year reunion and also uh, the Mississippi River Marathon. Okay, great. Well, if you go to the easiest is teachforamerica.org and then go to our Mississippi page from there. And for the marathon, it's uh, MS Marathon. I'm sorry. MSRiverMarathon.com. Great, great. MSRiverMarathon.com. We've had Ann Shackelford on the phone with us today. She's calling in from Greenville, telling us all things Mississippi River Marathon and Teach for America, 25 years uh, serving both the Mississippi and Arkansas Deltas. It's time for our final break, but when we return, we'll welcome to the show musician Corey Christie of Blackwater Brass. Don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss what's coming up on Next Stop Mississippi. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org, and you're listening to Hot Sauce by Blackwater Brass. They're our musical guest on today's music segment of Next Stop Mississippi. Been having a lot of fun on the show today talking about Mardi Gras, talking about the Mississippi River Marathon, and the Comedy Detectives Dinner Theater. So a variety of things happening around Mississippi. If you've got friends or neighbors that say nothing's going on, they're just not right. They're just not right. 
Now, as I mentioned earlier in the show, the Governor's Arts Awards was last night, and MPB aired that an hour after the the program on both radio and TV. But they're airing it again on February 15th at 8 p.m. That's a simulcast. You can listen to it at 8 p.m. on radio or watch it at 8 p.m. on MPB TV. Again, February 15th at 8 on MPB. Really great. Uh, So if you missed it like I did, then you can just tune in later. So thanks, MPB. That's a great service. Now, welcoming to the show. Corey Christie of Blackwater Brass. Hi, Corey. Hey there. How's it going? Great. So pleased to have you on the phone today. Corey is a musician, an arts patron, a community advocate, and he is also uh, the front man, if you will, of Blackwater Brass out of Ocean Springs. Now, uh, Corey, you guys have been named uh, the People's Choice Award by the Sun-Herald two years in a row. Uh, Tell us, uh, why do you think folks are so drawn to Blackwater Brass? I think it's um, because it's about fun. You know, we have a lot of fun out there doing it. People can connect to the music. Uh, You know, there's nothing at all pretentious about it. We're just out there kind of having a good time and making people move. That's right, making people move. Now, uh, you know, you uh, list or kind of describe yourselves as a 10-piece funk and jazz band. Um, You're inspired by, you know, the Dirty Dozen, Meters, Galactic. But, you know, for me, in listening to your music this morning and getting ready for the show, you guys have sort of a bohemian brass vibe. That's how I'm going to classify you. I like that. I like that description a lot. Well, now... a review relief radical funk on the page a few months ago. I really, I really like that too. Radical funk. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. Talk a little bit more about your music and how this um, pretty eclectic group of musicians came together. Well, it started out with just me and the drummer and, um, you know, kind of just the, the dream to be able to do this big funk band. No one was really doing it around the coast. So there was, you know, some, pushback, I guess, like, you're not going to find the horn, you're not going to find this, you're not going to find that. And we literally found people, you know, playing on the streets <laughs> that we picked up and open mic nights and, and just everywhere we could, suggestions from friends and things like that. And it just all worked out. And over about a two-year period, it took to get everybody together and get the lineup where it is now. Um, and it just kind of took off from there. Now, Corey, what sort of shows are you guys playing? Are you doing, um, like, uh, clubs and bars, or are you more so doing parades and community festivals? We do all of it. We have um, become a hit on the, I guess, regional festival circuit. Um, We have some things coming up over in Alabama, even as far as Tampa later in the year. And then we do all the local, the bar scene, uh, lots of festivals over in Slidell, and private events take up also a big part of our schedule. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, as you mentioned before, playing in a in a brass band, especially like a funk brass band, is a lot of fun uh, for the for the viewer, for the people out listening to your music and dancing. Uh, how is how is this music experience as a musician different for you than maybe playing in you know a rock or a soul band? Well, there, it leaves a lot of space for everyone. To, to kind of do with their thing. There's so much going on. There's so much. Um, so the horns are really kind of the front man, which is a big difference from your general, you know, the singers, the front man. Um, so it's all about creating a palette for those horns to do their thing. And it leaves a lot of space for the rhythm section that you don't get in the other formats. And Corey, what instruments do you bring to the group? Well, I play bass and I sing. Um, of course, I love to talk about the magic megaphone on the on the website there and everywhere. But you know, I just I just do kind of the the singing and, and the rhythm. All right, so magic megaphone. Let's talk more about that. 
Well, it's really just a megaphone, but uh, we do a lot of marching and a lot of getting off the stage and that sort of thing. So I needed a way to project my voice without, you know, the modern technology. So I picked up an old megaphone and, and I've been doing it for a few years now. It's a lot of fun. People seem to really connect to it. Very cool. Love it. Now, uh, your album is called From the Cupboard. Let's talk a little bit about this project. Okay. Well, it's uh, right now just four songs that are available on Spotify and our website, breckwaterbrassband.com and iTunes. Um, we wrote them kind of in the very early stages of the band, actually wrote them and then started putting the band together after that. But everything's named after food, hence from the cupboard. Um, I've just always thought food and funk go well together. So that's where that came from. And we're working on filling that out now with about five other songs that'll be a full length um, record here pretty soon. Very nice. Very nice. Well, yeah, from the cupboard. That's a lot of fun. Uh, as we heard, uh, hot sauce coming in. We're going to listen to a couple of more tunes uh, later in the show. So uh, really clever. Um, I think we are actually going to take a, a quick um, minute to hear a little bit more music. We're going to play Strawberry Jam. This is by Blackwater Brass out of Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Once again, we're Blackwater Brass. Thanks for hanging out with this beautiful day at Ocean Springs Live. How you guys feeling out there today? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to play another original for you. It's called Strawberry Jam. Our new EP, From the Cupboard. Don't be afraid to get up and dance. If the music moves you, baby, get up and make the hips do it. I ain't going to tell your mama, but she's going to find out anyway, so you might as well come on now. All right, Corey, we just gave our listeners a little bit of taste of Strawberry Jam, but that's one of your originals. Uh, tell a little bit more about what, I mean, I know you're doing originals, but are you doing covers as well? Yes, we do a wide range of covers from traditional Dixieland-type Mardi Gras stuff to traditional kind of Mardi Gras or um, New Orleans funk, and then also to like lettuce and things like that, but it's all kind of under that realm of, of funk with all its many iterations. Now, on your website, you do talk a little bit about how, yeah, yeah, we are a, a funk and jazz band, but you've got a lot of other influences, and, and sometimes you kind of kind of uh, stray into those influences with your music. Yeah, we do some fun off-the-cuff stuff, too. We've done Spice Girls covers. Uh, we're doing some Anderson, Anderson Pock stuff, and um, even a little more traditional jazz stuff, just to kind of really get out there and do, you know, things that people in the band like. You know, that's where we keep the focus. And more than, you know, what will people like? We, we try to stick with what we, we're going to have fun playing and hope that people feed off of that. Absolutely. Now, with a, a band of 10 people, I mean, are there rehearsals? That, does that really ever happen? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty good, actually. Um, we get almost once a week. It, it doesn't quite work out every week. You know, folks have kids and jobs and various things going on. But we're pretty steady. Uh, it does make a challenge of agreeing on things, of course. You know, there's 10 different opinions and 10 strong personalities, so we don't always um, get things accomplished quickly, but we do have a pretty steady practice regimen. 
<laughs> That's great. And you do also have a pretty steady touring regimen. Tell our listeners about where you guys are going to be um, over the weekend and, and into Mardi Gras. Okay, well, we're, we are very, very busy this weekend, but we're starting off tonight at the Government Street Grocery in Ocean Springs. We'll be kicking off at 10 o'clock tonight, and I think they've got a lot of fun specials going on, so if you're around, definitely check that out. Um, tomorrow, we'll be leading the Neptune Parade in Biloxi. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. That's a great one where they really come through with the floats, and uh, and it's all a lot of fun down there. Um, and then we'll be at Sky Bar tomorrow night in Biloxi, Mississippi, on the beach. Then Sunday, we're doing Joe Kane Day in Mobile at Pinky's down on Dolphin Street. Monday, we're doing a couple private gigs. And then Tuesday, we will be leading or marching in the Jefferson City Buzzards Parade in New Orleans all day. Wow. Now, Corey, when you started Blackwater Brass, I'm sure you knew you'd be playing bars and you'd be around the circuit. But did you envision this band as one that would march? Yes, for me, that was always part of the vision. Um, I had done it in a couple of projects before, and I've always thought it was a cool thing addition to the to your regular bar uh, band. So we will march in from another bar. We'll start down the street and march into the bar or, you know, just go out on parade day or whatever. But we really like it. It's, it adds a lot and um, something people don't see all the time. And uh, And with that marching, I mean... You know, you guys are on your website, you know, you're all pretty like hip dudes. But are there any <laughs> costumes or any sort of a uh, flair going on for parade weekend? Oh, yeah. We always bust out the costumes. I love dressing up. Um, and most of the guys are kind of into it, too. So we'll we'll break out a few fun things, um, some headpieces and, and various things like that. Well, that's great. It's really a lot of fun. Now, tell us, what's coming up for Blackwater Brass? You're on a great roll. You've got some great music um, already out there. But what do you see happening for you guys in 2018? Well, we've got new music that should come out by the end of summer. So that that should be exciting and a lot of fun. And, again, we'll be taking off and um, touring around the southeast. Again, like I mentioned earlier, we have a date in Tampa. We'll get over to Savannah again this year um, and then hoping to move west a little bit we've never really gone west so we're going to try to break out to that market this year but um we're looking to you know hope to grow get into the, the festival scene a little more and just kind of take this thing where it'll take us well that's great um blackwaterbrassband.com is the website it's really dynamic easy to navigate a lot of fun videos there of course a lot of good music now uh when we go out today Corey, we're going out with hot sauce tell us a little bit about this uh this particular song well, this is a, a short tune, obviously, but it came up um, at a practice once because half the band was late and we just needed to fill some time. <laughs> so the keyboard player came up with the riffs and we all kind of filled in around it and, and the song came out. But uh, we try to keep our lyrics fun, easy to follow, chant style stuff. Um, and this one definitely falls in that category. Great. It's a fun little ditty, you know, kind of get the crowd going at the end of the night. Love it. Love it. Well, Corey Christie, Blackwater Brass Band, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having us. I hope people can make it out and check it out. Check us out this weekend. Well, absolutely. No reason not to have a good time this weekend and celebrate all around Mississippi. And we want to thank you, our listeners, for traveling with us today and thank all of our guests for joining us this morning. Eric Riggs and Kenny Bounds were in studio today with the the Detectives Comedy Dinner Theater. We had Ann Shackelford with the Mississippi River Marathon and Anna Roy with Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. We've just spoken to Corey Christie of Blackwater Brass Band. Next Up Mississippi was produced by Michelle McAdoo. For MPB Think Radio, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Southern Remedy for Women is coming up, but join us again next week for another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.